Hi guys, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 64. Today we're going to be talking about launching a meaningful business that makes more money. I know that so many of you are quitting your jobs. You have quit your job or you're like, fuck this job. I want to quit. It's probably one of the three, right? Well, episode 64 came with a landslide in votes. Nobody cared about boundary setting today, which I thought was important, but we'll write about that in a book. Instead, we're going to talk about taking steps to launch a meaningful business that actually scales money. I know it seems like everyone and their mom has their own business these days or a side hustle or a side piece or whatever you have. Um... But I'm going to start this podcast out by explaining, number one, how incredibly difficult it is to survive as an independent, and number two, not to believe everything you see or hear out there about the Millionaire's Club and now the Billionaire's Club, and number three, actionable steps that you can write down today to actually take to really grow a real business. Um, I will let you know that in 2007... I launched my very first S-Corporation. I have been in steady business ever since. In 2017, I launched my first media company, another corporation. And then in 2020, the worst year of all, I actually launched my third business, which was a Japanese-American startup. They're all still going. We're trucking. Um, But one of them makes all the cash, and the other two are predominantly startups. I think you have to remember that If you really want to become successful, especially as a media public figure, and that goes for anybody who thinks they're going to be a YouTube star or an influencer or some TikTok star, you have got to find what your offering is first and figure out a game plan before you throw spaghetti at the wall and then throw spaghetti at the wall because people that tell you that they know what the fuck they're doing are lying. If you have your MBA, maybe, but even if you don't, Running a viable business means you're going to constantly have to take risks. And I did it without investors. I'm 100% self-funded. That means I'm a real self-made success story. But even then, I will tell you guys, I went through a gauntlet of losing cash, burning out, and I invested in myself for the last 14 years. So that means I did not take the money that I made and put it in my pocket or go buy a house or have two kids and spend it all on my own, meaning like I didn't take the cash that I made and put it in my pocket. I took the cash that I made and I put it right back into my business. The only reason why I believe I'm here is probably because I worked my ass off on podcasts, media, books, journalism, TV shows, and a multitude of production. Um, So we'll go through steps on how I launched three different companies and how you can do it too. The first thing you really have to think about is what, what is your offering? I knew very early on in my career, I was good at speaking and I was good at storytelling, but I didn't know how I would do that. When I launched Stiletto Chef Inc., it was a long, long time ago. I was still modeling and paying my bills. And I also cooked and was an assistant for J&B's chef. And 
then in between there, I started writing for all the health and wellness magazines. I became a host at Home Shopping Network. I became a host on Lifetime TLC, and then a talking head on Cooking Channel and Food Network, and then a judge on Iron Chef America, followed by a regular on the Today Show and E! News and E! Daily Pop. And now we write for every publication under the sun and create content through my production company, whether it's for Vogue or Goop or Shiseido. Um, We do it all and we do it all in one. My offering is still storytelling. It's still content and it's still production. I'm very good at speaking to an audience. So the first thing you really want to write down is what is really your true calling and offering that makes you feel like a million bucks. Like at the end of the day, if you walk away and say, this is a 10, I'm so fucking excited about this business. This is a 10. I feel like I'm going to, you know, my head's going to burst because I'm so excited. That's great. Make it a 10. Make the offering so exciting for me, I was able to actually share culture and not trends. I know I look like a trendsetter, but that's really just a side effect of only focusing on tradition, which is the opposite of trend. So find your offering. I was made fun of for being half Japanese, half American my whole life. And I found out that that was my life's greatest blessing you might not find your thing until you're a little bit further down the road. So before you quit your job, write this down. What is your offering? How good are you at your craft? And remember what Simon Sinek says, it starts with why. What is your why? Why do you give a shit about starting your own company? Are you just going to do it because everyone else is doing it? Or are you going to do it because you actually think you are good at it? Who knew half of us would make it and half of us wouldn't. You know, when you start a business, it's easy to start a business. It's hard to have a successful business that scales. I have never totaled up the amount that we've made over the last 14 years, but I know we've broken a million dollars over time. And I, I just never really thought about cash. It wasn't my goal. The reason why I started my own company when I was 24, I think it was because I knew I could write off more on taxes and I was very good at hustling my modeling jobs, which meant the more I hustled, the more cash I made. So if you've got some past job experience, write it down, put your offering out there to the world. Think about what you want to do that really makes a huge difference. I know this sounds silly, but they say that Justin Bieber made it because he just played music for every radio station out there and used YouTube. And look at look at the kid. Seriously, that is like a billion dollar luck case that you will not see very often, but it is certainly possible. One of my best friends is at YouTube, a higher level executive in the marketing space, and she and I often have these long conversations about how... YouTube is a great free resource. You can test the market, you can feel out your audience, you can ask them what they want, and you have direct contact to them in the comments every time you post. So that means that you can easily find out what your offering is if you've got an audience. I know a lot of you want to quit your job right now because you want to become a star. And I have a couple of warnings for you. 
Be careful what you wish for, number one. Number two, it is very lonely at the top. And number three, I'm not sure the idea of what you think it's like in media is actually, it's like perception versus reality, right? Like I didn't think twice about getting here by the time I was in my late thirties because when I was a kid, I knew this was the person I was going to become. I just had no idea how I would get here. No clue that I was going to work in food, in media and podcasting and writing and development and production. But I knew what I was good at. I knew what my offering was and I followed the path. So remember, write this down. What is your offering? How good are you at your craft? And please read Simon Sinek's book. It starts with why. If you are lazy, he has a TED talk on. It starts with why. People didn't follow Martin Luther King because they liked MLK. They followed him because they liked themselves. That is very true. We are a self-serving generation still. Much more so the younger and younger we seem to get. Where do you need help to hire? So once you start your S Corp or say it's a B Corp, which I highly recommend and look into the different types of corporations you can start. You can do this on online on like biz filing, or you can find a lawyer to help you start your corporation or a CPA. You would need help to hire individuals. I have burned out because I've taken on every hat possible. Um, I do truly believe a lot of my counterparts and colleagues over the years that are white males have made it because they have a huge advantage over any minority female. And that's not a dig and it's not a complaint at all. It is just straight facts. They make roughly 20% more than we make and we're going to have to be tough. So it, I haven't really hit it yet until I think this year. Um, and that's actually really painful for me to say too. Like I used to think it would take 10 years to become successful, but the answer is it actually takes more like 17 years. (laughs) Good luck. Where do you need help to hire? There's a great book out there, um, that was recommended to me by my colleague and partner about the e-myth. And I say this with all due respect, my dad is the most avid reader I know. He reads a new book every week. He has stacks of Clive Cussler books. I'm pretty sure that's like a dad book, like the Doobie Brothers is dad music, or even the Doors, or Pink Floyd, dad's music, which I was tormented by all weekend at Thanksgiving. I don't think my dad knows how to look up a podcast, so don't tell him that, but it was like dad's music central this weekend. So The E-Myth is a book that my boyfriend gave to me. I gave it to my dad and it was about um, how to start a viable business and how most of us entrepreneurs get in our own way. I rarely have anyone talk shit to me and boy, when somebody does, a guy that I dated a long time ago in New York said to me once, You know why you you haven't made it yet, Candace? Because you're in your own fucking way. 
And I took the phone and I like hung it up and I like threw it against the wall or whatever. I was so mad because nobody ever talks to me that way, which is also a blessing and a curse. And I was like, God, that kid is actually right. He worked in real estate. He had many odd jobs, another entrepreneur, but it's true. Most of us tell ourselves lies that we believe and some of us lean on the scale of like totally lying to ourselves and some lean on the scale of being way more honest, but you have to hire help, whether it's a bookkeeper, a CPA, a lawyer, somebody who does all of your organizing, your schedule. Sure, it could be somebody who lives a million miles away. People say that Tim Ferriss's book on the 10-hour work week, four-hour work week, whatever it was, <laughs> is an incredible book. Um, I know the E-Myth works because it. my dad blasted it into my head for weeks. He's done that with several books. I'll tell you the few. E-Myth was one. Steve Jobs' biography was another. Um, and then Shoe Dog by Phil Knight was another um, Isaacson is who wrote Steve Jobs book. But I will tell you the one thing that most successful people have in common is they read books consistently. And second to that is we're all early risers. I, you rarely see somebody out there who's like a shithead person who goes to bed at two in the morning. That's like, oh, yeah, I'm laser focused. No, you're not. You need to go to bed early and be disciplined and wake up if you really want to make it in this life. I will say this too. What kind of boss do you want to be? Frankly, there are so many shitty work people out there. It's really been gross lately. Like people ghost all the time. And having integrity is super important. Follow up with people on emails. Write them back. If you're not interested in working with them, say it politely in an email. Communicate with people. Stop being flaky the generation that's like ghosting, so not cool. And that shit will come back to you. That's like karma waiting to happen. If you think you can get through this life emailing people, calling people or working for people and then ghosting, when it comes to work relationships, you will be in for a surprise. Be of service to other people. Think about what kind of boss you want to become and become that person. It's going to take you little steps at a time when you find out your offering, who you need to hire, and when you figure out what kind of boss do you really want to become. Somebody is listening to like a podcast or something out in my courtyard. Oh my God. I thought I was hearing an echo. <laughs> okay, so... I've got a financial guide I put out for millennials on my podcast. Also, you don't have to be a millennial to listen to that. You could be Gen Z, you could be Alpha Gen, you could be, you know, Gen Y, anybody could listen to it. But there's a financial guide I put on there because I think that most women really don't have the tools and resources they need when it comes to finances. Please be smart with managing them. Please don't get an investor unless you absolutely need one. And please be aware that when you take out a loan, you have to pay it back. When you take out investments, you usually typically have to pay them back. And when you find out that you owe people a lot of money, that, I mean, don't, don't be shocked by this simple business practice. Even a line of credit is something that you're going to have to pay back. 
I'm going to close this lovely window so we don't hear the other podcast. I just got back to my place after being gone for the holiday, and I, it feels like so nice. And also, it's so different when you go back home and you feel like a little kid again. I hope you guys all had a fabulous holiday. Oh my god, it is me. Sorry, my phone has been playing. Boy, I wonder how long that was playing for. Sorry. Hilarious. <laughs> um, we do edits all day and reviews and cut tape. It's a lot. Ask yourself, what can I offer the world that we need more of? So say you quit your job and you want to become a YouTube star or a TikTok star, or you want to become a model on Instagram. The world doesn't really need more successful people, as the Dalai Lama says. The world needs more healers, light workers, people who are empathetic, compassionate, and loving. I would really suggest to focus your light on what makes you shine, what makes you tick, what do you get out of bed for, what do you get excited about, what do you say hell yes to. For me, that's production. It's working with the top A-list brands in the world. It's shooting with big magazines. It's shooting, you know, new, fresh shows that are going out on streamers. It's cooking with and for my favorite brands or with other personalities. It's creating beautiful content that helps my girlfriends that run their own companies like Miranda or Selena or Tata Harper, Indy Lee, RMS, Josh Rosebrook. Uh, I'm, I love my friends that are in the beauty industry. I love supporting them. I feel that it makes my heart shine. I do really think that you guys should take a hard look at the people that surround you and say, where do these people that I love that make me tick shine their light? And how can I emulate what they do? What can I do to learn from them? I have a friend named Tara Foley. She runs an amazing all clean beauty store, e-com and in-person brick and mortar. And she kills it. I mean, she had a great idea. She does the best of the best only in clean beauty. She's very generous. She's very supportive. She's a mom she sends product. We support her. I love her stores. When I lived in New York, we used to speak at them all the time and support each other. Synergetically, like I said, if you're going to be a ghoster and fuck around with people and be fake and shady and tell people you're going to do things that you do not follow through with, people will remember that. There's a reason why my ex-boyfriend doesn't get a lot of work. I'll tell you that. Sorry. Crude. Savage true. Sorry. (laughs) And that wasn't really coming from me. That was some other spirit inside of me. Um, Oh, yes, back to the Dalai Lama. Now, he says that we don't need any more successful people, which is true. This billionaire train, be very careful. Be very, be very careful where you put your time and your money. For instance, like I said, I invested in myself I know we've broken a million bucks here or there. And I know that that investment that went back into myself, into Kintsugi Wellness, Clean Green Eats, Clean Green Drinks, Pretty Delicious, Cook Yourself Sexy, and also into the Kintsugi series on NHK, 
these huge investments that went on every single video cut and contribution that we made as far as like content goes, these little things add up over time. And when you see the bigger picture of business, you will understand your path. For me, it was production all the way. I was going to learn how to shoot a camera back and front. I was going to learn how to put together call sheets, line sheets, budgets, props, beauty, hair, makeup, schedules. I live and die for that stuff. So when you figure out what your thing is, I know you know what it is. Think about the people that surround you. What do you love to do to support them also? And how can you make it synergetic where you look around and you see every person around you that has made it in this life? They just happen to be a best friend of yours that came up with you. There is no better feeling than when you start to see your closest friends really, really make it. I won't forget who had me on their podcast for Kintsugi Wellness, Sahara Rose, Rosie Acosta, Luke Story, Lewis House, um, the Almost 30 Girls, Being Boss, Lori Harder. I mean, I poured my heart out to them and they returned the favor. And I hope to be there for them when they need me and I will be. This is a tough time. It's a tough market. If you really want to be successful, if you look at somebody who is, say, a doctor or a nutritionist, I take my hat off to them because they did their studies in their school, and now they're using their business platform for good. If you look at Deepak Chopra, he is a doctor first by trade, but now he works in cosmic consciousness. He has his dollar bills and in multiple investments, and he does extremely well. If you look at Tim Ferriss, who I really enjoy listening to, one of the few people I actually do listen to, because I feel that most of his content is very relevant to what I do. He enjoys what he does, and you can tell. And I truly love the research that he does on individuals and the passion that he puts behind the words that he is speaking into the mic. There's nothing more beautiful than watching somebody just live out their dream right before your eyes. That unfolding is magic. It's pure magic and it's in you. Some of us who are creatives are stuck in businesses. You should not be pushing papers, punching in numbers, signing contracts, working on spreadsheets. You should quit. Trust me because I did it early and I enjoy every day where I get to get up and do what I love. I say no more than I say yes at my job. And that's because I have the freedom to choose which clients I would like to work with now and how I choose to pay my bills. I don't work with anyone shady. That means people that do horrible practices at work, like bad food companies, chemical companies, companies that, you know, do horrible things in this world. I really try to stay away from them. And I try to stay conscious in my choices and where we put our money. You can really do both. You can be successful and you can be a healer. Just find out what makes you tick and how you can be of better service to the lineup that's out there. If you really don't know where to start, I do recommend starting to intern. You can even email me and say, I want to learn how to run a business we hire interns quite a bit, especially in LA, just because that's where we are now. And I'll be in New York again. 
next week, which I'm so excited, so excited. But, you know, don't make money the full goal. Choose to do your best work and find out how to run a business by somebody that actually knows what the fuck they're doing. Because otherwise you're just going to, you know, have a tax form that says you've got a company, but you're not going to learn how to scale. For me, it took me over a decade to get all the A-list clients knocking at my door every week asking, can we work on XYZ project together? And now the answer is yes. I'm happy to do it. Learn to make money, but the way that isn't money just isn't the goal. Learn to make money where you can make sure your company can scale. Say you make your first year, which is excellent. Then you can scale and say, we're going to make 75 next year. Then you go to a hundred, then 120, then 150, then 200. Then one day before you know it, you'll make half a million dollars a year. And God bless you. You will get to that goal. I promise you'll get there faster. When you're a good person, you do work with integrity and grace, and you do something meaningful with your life to give back. Do something where you really stand out to others. Start the corporation, get the paperwork set up with the CPA or biz filing or whatever the fuck it's called now. It's been so long (laughs) since I've done that. And save money too. Once you quit your job, you don't want to leave and behind dry. Make sure you've got money in the bank. Learn to scale your business and learn to be patient. When your business isn't growing, you will hit major roadblocks along the way. You will hate your job along the way, your own job that you created for yourself. You will hate the situations and scenarios that you're in. You will not like everybody that you work with. People will constantly disappoint you and you are going to have to learn how to get through that. If you let everybody else in the world dictate the outcome for your own life, then you may as well let everybody else run the show. Warren Buffett once said that it was very important that you didn't listen to the noise around you. And if you let what other people said about you trigger you, you may as well just give up. So don't let the haters hate. They're always going to be there. And please stop hanging out with people that discourage you from starting your own business and living out your dreams. If I looked back at every girl that talks shit to me, it's just jealousy and envy. And those are things that we don't need any more of in this world. They will always be there. We will always be envious of others. That will not change. But you don't need those people in your life. Be patient. Like I said, it's not going to happen overnight. And really learn how to stand out from others. When I say this, I mean exactly what I said at the beginning. Try to find out the things that you have, characteristic traits, skills, offerings. Maybe it's your background or heritage. Use that to your advantage and propel yourself into that next level. Don't just talk about starting your own business. Quit the job, have some money in the bank, take a little breather and have your North Star point you in the direction of your dreams and then execute them. Don't just talk about it. Go out there and do it. 
and make it beautiful and brilliant and something that your mother would be proud of. There are too many times where we look around at boobs and butts and bodies and, you know, worthless content that doesn't really mean a lot. Will your mother be proud of that? I don't know. But I do know that I have a tough tiger mom from Japan. And she will tell me, you know, Candice, you should do something really great with your life. Why not? So if you are like my mom and you have the perspective, like she's a teacher, she's quiet, she stays behind the scenes, but she encourages me, her daughter, to go out there and do something brilliant with my life, I'll do it because apparently this is a calling that I've always had and I never fulfilled it. And I honestly, you guys, I have never felt successful until very recently And I need to count my lucky stars for each of you for listening to this podcast. I do feel so incredibly grateful for each of you that listens. And again, I want to recap to make sure that you get this. When you want to launch a meaningful business that makes money, you need to figure out what your offering is. Write it down. Write down five offerings that you have. What do you want to call the business? How much money did you save to start it? Who is going to work with you? It starts with why. Look at Simon Sinek's TED Talk or read his book, Starts With Why. Who do you need to hire? Check out the e-myth. What kind of boss do you really want to become? Be kind. Be loving. Write people back. Stop ghosting. You look like a fucking idiot when you ghost people too. I know people that are 40 years old that do it. It's so cowardice. I don't admire people that just fall off. When you're dating, that's different. Okay, so what kind of boss do you want to become? How about this? Integrity, grace, grit. Those are three things that you can possess that are free. Learn them. Manners are also free. Learn them. Etiquette is free. Learn it. It is a big deal. We don't want this country to become, I don't know, it's just a hot mess. I like to stick with the people that still amaze me and bring tears to my eyes of joy when I see them doing so well at something that they love. Ask yourself what you can offer the world and what do we really need more of? And as the Dalai Lama says, we don't need more successful people. We need more healers, light workers, and people that are kind and empathetic. And you can, I really believe this, you can do both. I feel very blessed that the girls on my team, they're spiritual, they have a heart, they're graceful, and they're, they come to me wanting to do the work because it's meaningful. And they know at the end of the day, we have survivors of disease, we have people fighting depression and anxiety, and we even have people and friends that are going through an extremely difficult time, whether it's a loss, grief, divorce, job loss, home loss, anything that you can think of. If you need to pick me up, that is what we're here for. In motivational speaking, in light, in the darkness, I'm here in all times. Just try to focus on those who have an offering that you enjoy and surround yourself by those people. You are a reflection of the five closest people to you. And I would like to say the three top podcasts that you listen to. (laughs) 
Don't make money making your goal. Choose to do your best work. And then eventually, if it's a hell yes, keep at it and make the investment in yourself. Even if it takes you 5, 10, 20 years. I promise not everybody's story is meant for Shark Tank. I watch the show all the time. I don't need investors. I'm not into crypto. And I'm also not an investor type. I can make my own money. And I'm not saying that because I am a daughter of survivors of war. I'm saying it because I actually know how to scale with my own talent. So if you're out there and you've got a small business like me, and you actually know that you're good at turning paper, keep at it. You don't need an investor to make your dreams come to pass. You just need to keep at it. Consistency pays off. Stay consistent. How do you really choose every day to stand out from others? For one, I always go above and beyond. I underpromise and I overdeliver. Stop telling people that you will do X, Y, and Z for them because when you let them down, they will remember that. The strategy is you underpromise what you can do and then you blow them away when you turn in a presentation, a line sheet, a video, a promo, and four episodes of whatever show they wanted cut to perfection. That's when you blow people away. Words are mere words, but when you turn in the artistry and it's actually visual, audio, it appeals to the senses. That's when it becomes a reality. Not everything is meant to last forever, but when I choose work, and that goes for you in small business too, choose the field wisely. Instagram will disappear in a few years. TikTok is a trend. It will go away eventually as well. But a newsletter, your website, those things can last forever and you can keep them up. A book, what a beautiful bound thing that you can keep forever. I'd like to say that sometimes you need to be careful where you start your business because those who keep growing like crazy on TikTok and YouTube often come to me for consult, consult, consulting, for consulting advice. And they ask me, well, I need your help. I want a book deal. I want to make money. I want to scale. I want a podcast. And I'm like, dude, first of all, you need to write this out and start a business. I still, oh my God, I'm sounding like my dad. He'll sit me down and write out like spreadsheets and stuff for me. It's kind of awesome, but also very tough. Well, I suggest you get a manager and you start hiring and get out of your own way. That's pretty much all he said to me this weekend while he was blasting Pink Floyd and the Doors and the Doobie Brothers. Okay, a little bit of fan mail to close out the day. Please sign up for my newsletter. It's on my website, CandiceKumai.com and also on TheMachaShop.com, T-H-E-M-A-T-C-H-A-S-E. H-O-P-P-E, themachashop.com. You can use code FOREVER21 if you'd like 21% off. And thank you for listening to this juicy podcast. You guys are so helpful and wonderful, especially when you write the five-star review 
on iTunes. I love reading them, by the way. And I love reading the Kintsugi Wellness stuff. You guys are so sweet. Kintsugi Wellness has gotten a lot of five-star reviews, and I thank each of you for writing them. And if you haven't written it yet, um, oh my God, please write a five-star review. And don't forget to follow us and subscribe on YouTube and TikTok. Okay, so I got a love letter from E.E. Marcus today, and it said, I know this is random, but I just want to say I stumbled on you online somewhere, and then I found your podcast, and then here, so meaning on Instagram, and he says, I found your, uh, I wanted to say you were awesome. You give back so much to complete strangers. I wish the best for you in your life. You deserve all the good things that you hope for. Thanks for being such a good person and a good influence on life perspective and health and being resilient. And yes, your impersonations of your mother are hilarious. Be well. And E.E. Marcus thinks sometimes words are mere words, like we said before. Gosh, they are very meaningful when they're written with sincerity and grace from a perfect stranger. And you know what? To all of you, there isn't anybody else I would rather be helping. It's really lovely when you have an audience that gives a shit about doing right, doing the right thing. I stand behind all of my work and um, I do think my mother is proud, even though she tells me, you know, you can do a better job. You owe me a lot of money. I'm going to show you the breakdown. So <laughs> she showed me. She had papers collected from like my first book deal. And I I pay them off like every month. Um, But she said the most lovely thing to me this Thanksgiving. She said um, that she knew that I had tried so hard with my life to, to to make something of myself that she didn't care about the timeline of when I would fully pay her back because she knew I was incrementally working on it. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge step in the right direction. Because if any of you know, tiger moms don't do that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I suppose that's progress, right, guys? And how silly that I cry over, like, little wins. The small wins are the big wins. You know, and at the end of the day, I don't want you guys to take this business thing that serious. I would rather you save money before you leave your job. And when you leave your job, be really graceful to your boss, please. It hurts having people leave. I know I say don't take things personal, but I do because it's my baby. I love work. I love serving. And I love all of you. And I thank you for listening to episode 64. And I hope that you choose to make right of your career path. And you choose to be part of this good fight and you do something good with your life that your mom will be proud of. It's the easiest way to gauge if you're doing the right thing. And slanging rocks and selling drugs, 
I'm sure mom would not be too keen on that. But we've all done bad things. So <laughs> everything and everyone, we are all wabi sabi. I love you guys. Have a great week. Please subscribe to the newsletter. Order something on the matcha shop with the discount code forever21, all caps. And thank you to everybody who ordered shit this week. My God. I don't know where that came from, but you guys are epic. I love you all. Have a fabulous one and happy holidays. And do right by choosing to do something beautiful with your life and to start a business that is meaningful that you know you can scale as an offering to the world one day.